Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. <laughs> I'm Kyle. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> uh, Jacob's with us. Yeah. Again. Yep. And we've got Chris. I'm back. Again. What's third up? Time. Fourth time-ish. Third? Fourth time if we count the Christmas episode into this well, list. Well, okay. Mm. Well, then I'd say four and a half because he did a two-parter episode. Oh, three that's true. And four, yeah. I think. And then he did Forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, brought you back. You got the, the staff, day, but that he's never to use that one, right? When we went underground. Yeah, the entanglement staff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris is with us. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. We talked before this about my workload and uh, ingesting junk food and um, pooping. Yeah, mm-hmm. pooping. And we talked about music. Yeah. And uh, here and excited, I was honestly thinking about this all day at work. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be working. I want to hang out with bros and play some D and D. Gonna be a little rusty because I don't think we played in a minute. Yeah, that's true. We play every week. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you guys only play once a week, not twice a week. Not yeah. twice a week yeah. lately. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've been playing some D and D. Not haven't been playing. Haven't D&D. been playing some D and D. So lately. give me. But a, you've been working on music. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> give us fi- that album update. We so, said it'd okay. be coming out next. Remember time when you'd I? Be on. Okay. Remember yeah. when I first sat down, <laughs> unscripted. I want to call Keegan, my roommate slash drummer. I want to call him and ask him and tell him like you're on this. Okay, let's sure. see if he makes it funnier. Like just like I have no idea, and I know, I didn't even he doesn't know I'm calling him either. So okay. I was gonna text him beforehand, but I'm like let's just all leave it. To Jesus. <laughs> we gotta tell him he's on the air. Or we gotta- yeah, 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 no, I'll, I'll tell him right away. <laughs> We're roomies. Are they even in a band? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Brutal. Um, but. Uh, so no I have no update. update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh it, well you've got from last so from last I swear I'm not lying, I play music. Um <laughs> from last time I was here, it is closer to being done. I've heard the LPs. <laughs> yeah. Uh they're even better, don't worry. Um but yeah, it's closer. I mean it's October fifteenth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh I refuse to be back on the show until the album's out. There's my mark. Ooh. Okay. Chris is never coming back on. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never hear from me again. That's true. But they were responsible for our kick-ass intro song. Go for it. Coming back. When's the album coming out? Keegan, what's up? What's going on, Nicole? Yeah, this is recorded on a podcast for D&D, and uh, we just have one question, Keegan. Got it. What's up? When does the album come out? In one month? In one month. So you're oh. saying November 14th, November 15th? I think that's fair. I think I need to finish the automation, uh, master it, and we can say fuck it, it's done. Oh, Put shit. Okay, that, that's a great answer. I, w- I w- thank you for answering the phone. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'll either see you tonight or I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Dick, have a good one. Thank you. Bye, love you. <laughs> all right. There you go. November 15th. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Writing it on the calendar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. <laughs> November 30th. <laughs> I'll be the one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the one. I don't care. We'll post it whenever it comes out. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, you're not on our website. Is he not? No. Wait, what do you mean? It's because they have nothing to post. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We have a website with all our guests that have something to promote. You're not on there. Oh, shit. Well, you, once it's out, maybe I'll jump on We need, on like, it. album yeah. covers or... Ever. A picture of you, as dude. You know what? We definitely need that still too. 
I ooh. you got a month. So <laughs> <laughs> we got thirty days. Okay, shoot. Let's stop talking about me and uh, get into it. OneShotDungeons.com. Find all of our previous guests and whatnot. We have a one single blog up there. Links to our YouTube. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I well, remember. either way, our YouTube is One Shot Dungeons podcast. Uh, one Shot Dungeons on all social media. Uh, currently, we are releasing some hot, hot, spicy memes. So, yeah, we are. <laughs> me and Kyle are having a, a meme war. Muy caliente. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna stack them up and like burst them. Who's, who's... I'm liking them so far. I mean, you're ahead. I got a late start. I'm one meme yeah, behind. Yeah. We'll just ignore the first one. Yeah, and then just go into it. Tell us. But like uh, it. if you listen to the show, you'll appreciate these more than anyone else. Yeah, so. today was a fucking party. Check that shit out. Um, buy us coffee. We've got a, we got advertisements now. We have advertisements. Listen to the ads. <laughs> get us money they'll be out there uh we're not making a lot but just i don't know if it matters if you skip them i don't have no idea i have no ideas so don't until we know <laughs> <laughs> uh anything else this Nothing? is the humble honest podcast <laughs> Damn, <dude. laughs> um hey. oh we did not say Ooh. your band's name one last little quick plug before we cheers. Oh yeah, the band's the band name to the album that we don't know when it, the album's coming out is called The Low Season. All right, look out! Shout out the Northwest. And cheers. Here we come. Wait, Kyle, hey. we have to touch. Thank you. Cheers to me, best friends. We could be if we have to speak. Fuck you. Play some fucking Dungeons and Dragons. You gonna ask me what happened? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cyprus. What happened last episode? Last episode was season forty-four with Trillium. Hmm. Start that over, bud. Season? Episode. Episode. Oh my god. Technicalities. <laughs> Technicalities. Speech words. Yeah, that's hard for me. Um session forty-four. I get into Throg's camp. Where mm-hmm. I was already in Throg's camp. I go to the city hall to find Throg and Zgroth Montaigne, they weren't there. And instead of waiting, mm-hmm. I decided to go get myself a, a task. And so we took on the three-legged gang. With who? With Trillium. Yeah. Yeah. And I got myself 30 gold. Oh, you guys did. You got paid out. Yeah. You had a nice little bounty for once. And a he wanted my life mission. if I didn't do it right, which is fucked up, but that's fine. So mm-hmm. now I went back to the place I stayed last night to sleep in there. Yeah, the little tavern. Yeah, another seven hours or so. Yeah, enough to get your shit back is what you're going for. Yeah, those three-legged <laughs> gang, they fucked me up. I wasn't expecting that. They fucking bopped you. That was a tight tight little fight, wasn't it? Close yeah. Close little encounters, yeah, so was. you can't just toss fireballs around the world, and who knows what'll happen when that goes down. Um. So, Cypress, you awake in the morning to, uh, I don't know, birds a-chirping, people fighting downstairs. Birds chirping at 8 o'clock at night? What time did you go to bed? Like one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You wake up to birds going to sleep. Oh, it's pretty quiet. 
surprisingly. <laughs> There's probably drunks on the street. There's a party. There's still drunks fighting downstairs. That hasn't changed. And the streets are packed with people. As the night's beginning to grow, uh, what are you going to do? Well, there's a party yourself? at 8, so I'm going to dust myself off and uh, get ready to party. Go make to this, your way down? The city hall, I think, is where it's at. It was, it was. The large long hall. So, uh, yeah, you find yourself walking through the streets. It's packed with people. There's drunks all over the place, little games happening here and there, set up at little kiosks. And this is just kind of an average, average little night here in the town of Throg's Camp. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Start them off hot, as always. Perception, we've got a five. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you're making your way to the city hall. Yep, I know where that's at. Nothing seems out of the ordinary as you continue on. Uh, You come up to the large stairwell leading up to the massive uh, wood-made, I don't know, long-haul, big-ass house. It's hard to describe. It's long, oval-shaped building. Stands about 30 feet tall with a large smokestack bellowing out in the center of it and two massive doors that stand about 12 feet tall, split open in the middle, and you see people kind of flowing in and out of it with some fires lit on the inside of this building. Uh, you heading on in? Uh, I'll stop one of the guys. Hey, is the party starting? Uh, he kind of looks over and he says, oh, the party's been gone. Oh, shit. I'm uh, hustle my way in there. Alrighty. Time to party. You stumble past the drunk as you make your way in and you see a packed hall. There's got to be about 70 to 80 people. Holy shit. Tightly in this little area. People crowding over tables, some over the flames. As they're kind of spilling drinks, crashing, you can hear music booming through the hall. Um, and at the far end... Is it techno? Uh, it is not techno. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, accordions and banjos. Nice. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It works for me. Those two contrast each other pretty well. <laughs> it's kind a, of a duel. I know a, a duo band. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's going on. And at the far end, you see the stage built up with a large chair in the center, and you see the older Throg sitting there at the helm. Okay, I don't want to speak to Throg at this moment. I want to look around and see if I can find Zegrath Montaigne. Alrighty, uh, please roll an investigation check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Um, as you kind of peer around the crowd and meander your way around kind of weaving in and out of the groups of people um you're not seeing zegrath anywhere or anyone who looks necessarily like him but you do notice there's a little bit of a hallway that kind of leans down in the center of the tunnel it leads down to what looks like a room and then it splits off into two hallways and that kind of catches your eye and as you make your way over there you do see uh two men in robes standing near a doorway and as you get a kind of just around a peek around the corner as you're walking by they seem to have some sort of metal masks mm-hmm. down across their face and that piques your interest a little bit yeah they're <laughs> warforged that work for zegrath right? you don't know that <laughs> <laughs> uh well zegrath montaigne would probably notice me from those warforged right he controls them somehow i don't know hey i'll wave to one of the warforged or the guy in a metal mask and ask May I speak to Zegrath Montaigne? Uh, are you currently Cyprus? I am. I thought so, yeah. yeah. Uh, you see the two who are standing at the door. They're kind of all you could see previously was just the lower half of their face and the chin down sticking out from the robe. And as you kind of look out, the two of them raise their heads simultaneously as the green eyes still glow from their shield. They seem to just be staring at you for a moment as they're kind of looking you up and down. About to stare back at him. You're just going to wait? Yeah. Okay. Uh, after a minute or two, their eyes flash to a gold, 
and they begin walking forward as they grab onto your like onto your arms and both direct you into the room. Not like I'm <clears throat> being forced in there, just leading me in there. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're grabbing your arms. Oh, That's shit. more than just kind of walking you in, okay. yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was like a friendly, like, oh, come this way. It doesn't seem that way. You didn't hold your elbows out, and they're not gripping around your elbows uh, like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were being cordial. Uh, not quite. They're, they have a hand on your bicep, or on your tricep, and a hand on your forearm as they are guiding you in. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, as they approach the large door, the two doors swing open simultaneously, and you see two more Warforged standing next to each other, and across this 40-foot-long room, uh, there's some nice little oak furniture set up. It's a nice little office space. You see a familiar face sitting across at a large desk, and he is Zegrath Montaigne. Hey, Zegrath. Uh, what's going on with this uh, little unfriendly environment? Uh, the two release you, and the doors close behind you. So you notice that there's two more Warforged standing behind him, the two who brought you in, and then the two who opened and closed the doors. There's also a door to the right side of the room as well. Ah, oh, jeez. Zegrath, what's going on? There's a... Uh, hello. It's been quite some time, has it not, Cypress? It's been a, a, probably a month. Probably a month, yes. Funny how time flies. I'm doing Russian. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Italian, right? It should have been <laughs> more Middle East. Nope. Uh, hello. It's like fucking uh, like, uh, Middle Eastern almost. It's like... Uh, hello. From... How old are you? He's good. He's oh, no, I see how it's a problem. No, it's yeah. more of like uh, princess, how are you doing, Cypress? the princess bride, uh, Amigo Montoya. I'm in Montoya. Yeah, yeah, like that. Hello, Cypress. Kind of like that. It's been so long. I'm gonna fall right back into Russian. <laughs> I'm in a Russian mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hello, Cypress. Uh, it's been quite some time. So, tell me, how was the last mission that I sent you on? Your accent's changing. It is. <laughs> I'm a man of many faces. I know the... Me too. Yeah. So? What was your question? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, How was... Uh, I mean, I haven't seen you in quite some time. I received a letter recently from you. Mm-hmm. And um, I received... Well, I didn't receive a letter. You sent a letter to Noglot, and that's why I'm here. So you were his hand. Well, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Well, this has worked out surprisingly well. Well, I want to know first, before we get going any further, why are these Warforged manhandling me? Uh, purely precaution. We don't know who rummages through these camps. These are wild men we are amongst. They just like to party. Everyone likes to party. These men like to rage. There's quite a bit of a difference. All right. So. I'll sit down on one of the. A chair? A, a chair. Or okay. Couch, yeah. Whatever is yeah. There's some chairs and shit set up in front of his desk. We're having a business meeting. And we I gotta be prepared for that. <laughs> so. Tell me, Cyprus. What was the mission I originally sent you on? You sent me. To go get information on the Witten Empire, so you can use that to essentially, maybe blackmail wouldn't be the kindest of words, but to get people against her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, what happened during your time there? I sent you the information that I got, the documentation from the prison that I freed some people from. Yes, my man received that. He brought it back on boat. And I did what I was tasked to do. Yes. Yeah. And then some? I don't know what you're implying. Roll a deception check. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, he kind of looks you up and down and he says, Look, Cypress, uh, it didn't have to be you. And it's fine if it was. I don't have a problem with what happened out there. But it's caused a bit more chaos in the plan. What are you referring to? 
I am referring to the terrorist attack on the Witten Empire that helped crumble them, in a way. Mm. But it's only made them angrier. That's the biggest issue. Mm. You see, uh, once you attack a queen who already hates her people, she gets angrier. Now, she's pulled off of the island, which is fantastic, because now Throg has taken over control. And this is a bit easier for me to control as well. He's a simple man. I can give him some gold every now and then, and he helps direct the narrative. But... When what's your narrative, Zegra? I mean, we're all looking for a free state. Everybody should be able to practice magic. And why should the queen be the only one who can test it and pull people to the side to break them apart? I agree with what you're saying, but why would you need to in, embrace or inform or pressure pressure um, the Throg, people? Throg to do... Throgmore helps me control the people of Hag. You see, these people are loyal to the queen because they feared her. I'm here to help them show that you do not need a queen. But I don't think they feared her because they did magic here, Seagrath. You forgot so much, Cypress. Must have, because I must have. Yeah, you must have. (laughs) (laughs) Because other than, I remember that the Throg's camp was outside of, it was in the Witten Empire's... Control. Not control, because... Throg's stood separately, but this island was being overrun. It was being overrun, Hagen-Dash Harbor, those are all people of the Witten Empire. The people of the prison, none of those men deserve to be there. You did not deserve to be there. So I'm hoping these people realize that they could stand without her. Right. But I'm also curious on what your narrative is. Other than magic, why are you convincing? Why do you have to pay off Throg? He already allowed these things to happen. Because Throg is a lawless man. Mm-hmm. And everything needs a little bit of structure. And what's your structure? Making sure nobody kills anyone. Making sure nobody's robbing innocent people. Simple things. Can I roll an insight? Yeah. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you're weary of him, yes. but he appears to be telling the truth. Okay. I don't think I'm getting the full truth. Yeah. Okay. But you're getting the truth. What The words he's speaking are truthful, but not Yeah, not, not the whole story. Okay. Yeah. With a nat 20, I, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, what's, what's the plan now, Zegroth? As well, uh, quite honestly, now that you're here, I did not expect this from Noglop, uh, but I can send him a letter appreciating his regards, and I will inform him of our uh, proceedings. But now that you're here, it's uh, quite well to see you, and I do have a slight job for you once again, something of your tactics and something that I believe that you could accomplish better than most. You see, uh, Throg has something hmm. that could help us truly turn the tide against the Witten Empire. What is this something that you speak of? It's a great staff. Great staff. And I can promise that the treasures not only include the staff, but enough gold for you to retire from this life. And what is what is the great staff behold? It's a personal item that I would like to get back. For what purpose? Like I said, once we first met Cypress, I have personal dealings that I would not like to indulge you with. They're simply mine, and tasks that I have to complete on my own as well. Everyone has their job. I understand, but I'd not like, I would not like to see the Witten Empire be taken over by another commanding force. I can guarantee you that their people will live as free as the men within this camp, and the island in general. In no way do I intend to take over power of the Witten stronghold. They just simply need a leader who will allow them to be themselves. Look, Zegrath, I'm not thinking that I'm getting the whole truth here, but I am in favor of taking down the Witten Empire, so I'll, I'll help you. I can guarantee you, you are not. But I simply ask for your assistance. All right. How do I get the staff? Well, I have hired a confidant, someone who is close within his community. 
and someone who has uh, better knowledge than most, and someone who can be trusted. I believe I have heard rumors that you two have fought together, and uh, he kind of waves over at one of his warforges. It quickly turns and shifts to the door to the right. As he opens it up, you see Ekra step out of a small closet. Sub Cypress. <laughs> Welcome nice back. Nice to see you, Ekra. Kind of takes me out of this mood of like the serious conversation, and I'm like, oh shit, this guy. What's going on? Glad to see you back. I still have this. Uh, oh, you for real? I, yeah, I'm still uh, wearing this. Yeah, I'm gonna get teary. Uh, poncho. <laughs> gonna get teary. Yeah, it's not a poncho. What'd you call it? It's a. Oh, it's the other one. The we're gonna spend way too much time trying yeah, to it. So I think it starts with an M. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought a C, but that might be that too. Uh, <laughs> Letters. So you ready to do this thing or what? If you fill me in, yeah. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna make our way into a facility and retrieve these items for. Uh, Whatever is, I can't remember the name. Z-Graph. z yes. So are you in or what? Yeah, when do we start? He looks at the two of you and he says, uh, well, tonight. Keep in mind, uh, the bank itself is heavily guarded. The bank, guys, okay. I said facility. Okay. <laughs> I said facility. But the bank is more so heavily guarded during parties. The only difference is, is you can get away easier during a party. If you do this during the day, you're going to have some more guards, just because it's day shift, but uh, it's going to be a little bit a little bit tougher sneaking out, I suppose. I don't know. It might be... It's going to be difficult either way, I should be honest, Cypress. Yeah. Also, yeah. do I already have a plan, or are we just going to do this together? Like, uh, So you know that there's... You... A, a well, layout? Uh, you don't have a layout, necessarily. You know that it's... Uh, you've been in. You know the first floor. You don't know the basement. Is there a second floor, or is it just first floor basement? First floor and basement. The okay. basement is where the vault is. You know that the vault has traps... And then you know that it's a heavily guarded facility. There's going to be anywhere between 10 to 16 men. So it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, there's more people during parties. And then on off nights, there's a little bit less people. But it's a shootout no matter what. It's easier to sneak away during a party. And it's harder to sneak away when there's not. Because there's not as many people crowding the streets. I'm but assuming there's a party tonight is what's going on? This is what's going on. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Uh, Why is it more heavily guarded during parties? Just because it's easier to sneak out. So it's on those nights, there's more people rambunctious. People are drunk. Who knows what's going to happen? So it's just better to hire more security for those nights. But everyone guarding it is in the army, right? Within, yeah, throgs. And I'm part of the army. Yeah. Cyprus, do you have any disguises and or invisibility potions or spells? Why can disguise myself into whoever I please? For you, I don't have any disguises. However, I do have invisibility that you could cast upon me or is it a potion that i could cast upon you okay we can work with that and you knowing the city what what weaknesses does this bank have i know the amount of guards and i know the vault is in the basement um how many guards are we we talking it is believed for tonight it should be around 10 to 16 holy shit yeah inside the bank outside the bank i think both okay a total of overall 10 to 16, yeah. And how do we how do we get in? The front door. You got to be kidding me. Uh, unless you have a lot of explosives, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the front door. Well, we're going to try to make this as sneaky as possible. Oh, we're going to be in and out, dude. We're going <laughs> we're going to be in and out like a demon's whisper. Do you have I have the grace of a falcon. <laughs> if this is stealth, we got to have some kind of communication between each other. Do you have any speaking stones, anything that we could use to speak with each other from a distance? Uh, DM, how many shops are open right now? Uh, it's a party night, and it's getting later. Most of everything's closing down. 
So you know it's going to be a little tough, and you know those are some heavy items to come across. No. You don't have any of those items. Let's ask, the, is this guy a wizard? Is he a Wrath Montana? I don't believe so. Then why does he want a staff? So, no. The, the guy that wants to promote practicing magic and get a powerful staff is not a wizard. I am a scientist, my friend. Got it. Sorry. Si- What's his name? Zegraf. Zegraf. I am the one paying you enough to retire. Thank you. Do you have any commu- communication devices? No. Okay. We'll be fine. No pagers or anything? <laughs> uh, what? Sorry. Um, <laughs> broke the fourth wall on that one. Sorry. Um, no, it will be fine. We'll be in and out. All right. I mean, just because we're walking through the front door. Can you give me an inventory of what you have now? Nothing's going to help us. All right, uh, Zgraf. First of all, are you in? Yeah, I told Zgraf I'm in. All right. Well, do you want to start now? Do you need a full night's rest? I think. No, he said tonight. We have to get, we got to do it tonight. Okay. So let's step out of Zgraf Montaigne's office and let's hash out a plan. All right. So as you two begin exiting, the two Warforged guarding the door open it up for you as it, the noise begins to flow back in once again as kind of this quiet room is almost desolated you away from it. It just hits you in the face with people screaming and yelling. It's a dark contrast from the conversation you had. As you continue through the party, you find yourselves out in the streets. There's drunks kind of rambling around as the sun's pretty much gone down at this point and the sky's turned dark. I'm going to run up to a frog and tell him. <laughs> no, no, that would be that would be a fucking mind blower. Um, <laughs> wh- real quick, why are we helping the scientist? Because he's going to free the people from the witch. He's going to take it down. I thought Throgs already do that. No, not yet. Throgs stepped in when they left. Okay, they left the island, and Throg they it, were the. We have to city, enter, th- and so again, we have to enter the front door, and the bank is closed. Mm-hmm. We're actually. Do you want to ask about <laughs> We have to. We, I mean, okay. usually I just go for it. <laughs> oh, I was saying, like, we'll figure it out when we get there. But, I mean, winging a heist is going to be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're out in the party. Let's step outside to somewhere more private. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys step out into the city streets. It's There's drunks kind of stumbling by. Some small parties here and there walking past you guys. But, uh... Nobody seems to be watching after you necessarily. You don't see any men in dark, dark cloaks following you out of the longhouse. Right. Yeah. They don't know anything of this. Hopefully. Um. So we'll find a secluded spot outside because everything's focused on the city hall somewhere. Outside open. of the, outside where? Just anywhere or anywhere that seems open and free. That, yeah. That is not people around. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You can wander kind of towards the Colosseum. And on your walk, you find yourself secluded enough as you guys can kind of wander around and there's not tight-packed people shoulder to shoulder. Like, you have space in between you guys, so. Okay. Yeah. Do you, if I remember correctly, you always have a bottle. You're 100% correct. And I'm a little stressed right now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So, let's, I'm going to sit down uh, next to the, because we're at the Coliseum. Yeah. I'm going to sit down, put my back against the wall, and I think we're going to take a little bit of, uh, a couple Sips of the whiskey, nothing that's going to get us drunk or buzz or anything. Just so something to get the juices flowing to think about a plan. And then, yeah, smoke a little bit of his pipe, and while we'll do that, we'll, we it, discuss. Exactly, yeah. We'll Pre-rolled cigs, we'll and, and we'll be taking pulls off the bottle, yeah. which I'm absolutely completely down for, because before you even mention this, I was going to say I'm going to pull out a cig. <laughs> Perfect. You guys find a nice little spot kind of on the dark side of the Coliseum. Uh, people wander by every now and then, but... Most of them are drinking, and nobody seems to be paying any attention to you guys. Do you find a nice little spot to sit down for a minute? Can I roll just to double-check no one's really looking at us? No sure. Cr- roll an investigation check, I'll, please. I'll do the same. Alrighty. Because you lie a lot, Kyle. 
Is it lying or storytelling? <laughs> 21. 21? Okay. Natural 20? No. Uh, 18. 18? Okay. Um, Don't forget, 21. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so back where you guys came from, off quite a ways, there's just kind of rows of building circling this massive coliseum. And off about a football field away, you do notice uh, a war forged in a cloak. He's not exactly hiding himself, but he is kind of standing there. Just in a dark... It's pretty easy to spot as everybody's moving, and he's just standing and staring in your direction. He's well without of earshot, that's, but that's fine. It's he a is war watching. Forge, uh, so. so we know that they work for Zgrath. Oh, really? Okay, so we're just getting watched to make sure we follow out with the plan? I believe so. I, okay. I could be wrong. Is it a person in Warforge attire? Uh, too far away for you to tell. Who just bum rush him? <laughs> hey! <laughs> you! I think we're okay. Uh, all right. So as we're passing the bottle back and forth, yeah. smoking <laughs> some cigs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, we discuss some of the spells that we have, and then we come up with a plan that I'm going to turn Ekra invisible. He's going to steal the keys off one of the front guard, front guard belt, waistband, wherever it is. Hopefully. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's going to throw out a scream from another building. Hopefully it gets the guards' attention to go out the other, to go to that direction. I'll disguise myself as one of those guards, walk in, and then we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. I think so. All right. All right. First thing is, is I'm going to step, get up, do kind of like a walk by the front door, kind of. Of the bank? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a couple blocks away, so you can make your way down there. I'm going to eye through the town, not like eyeball where they're noticing, but just like take a look little, in. look, a little glance so I can yeah. see what they look like before I take their form. Okay. And then, uh, once I do that, I'm going to loop back to where Ekra is. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check as you're doing a, a walkabout. 10. 10. And I'm going to roll my Ben luck. Okay. To add hopefully a plus four. 11. 11. Okay. Uh, as you're walking by, you do see two guards standing near each other. They appear to be smoking off of a pipe and, uh, they're chilling as you're kind of walking. You do notice as you do your little loop around, one of them kind of pulls a flask out of his pocket and hands it to the other one as he kind of like looks around and takes a swiggy, slides it back to the other one. And, uh, they're there though. Yeah. There's two guards out front of a door. Can I see at least a structure of a face? Uh, oh, of their faces? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you see a orange-haired man with a bit of a pot belly, and uh, it's kind of fading on the top, and he's got an orange little mustache as well. Okay. Are you okay with that, being a redhead for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> now. So, um, after that, I'm going to loop my way back to Ekra. Okay. And like, okay, I got a good description of their face. I think. I mean, our, our, our plan can kind of change right now. We could party with these guards. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's keep going, but I don't want to reconstruct another plan. I'm up for anything. What do you, What do you think is more solid? Getting these guys drunk. I think our plan is pretty cool right now. Okay. To get to the front door and you getting them away, but now I don't want them to be so drunk to where they just bitch out and retreat to the sound I'm going to make. Okay. Well, let's do a, a safety call. What's that mean? If If the plan, if you get the keys, oh, and it works, then zucchini. You're saying a safe word. Yeah. 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 Something where you say they. I'll know if they don't leave. If they, I hear the scream and they don't leave, okay, we're going to regroup and figure something out. We'll just perch and look. Once you, see them, once you hear the scream and see them leave. Right. But if you can't find the keys or anything like that. Oh, I'll just tap you on the shoulder. Okay. I'll come right back. Okay. okay. But just be across the street, you know, smoking a cig. Look a little drunk, you know. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. let, me, let me mark one off my inventory. <laughs> one less cig. 
All right. Well, I think we're good to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a good old hug. Does that make me invisible? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn invisible. <laughs> or were you just hugging me, or is that what you have to do? I think he do? was just hugging you originally. Oh, okay. but <laughs> Kind of like the uncomfortable dad hug where it's like, uh, yeah. like the, the distant dad. Where you're like, okay. Uh, yeah, on. as he comes in awkwardly with his arms raised, you kind of fit them. And as he touches you and embraces you softly, you become invisible. How long does this last for? An yeah, hour? An hour. Ooh, yeah. that's, that's good shit. Like, and no matter what, it's not like a video game invisibility. It's concentration. concentration. So if I break my concentration, you're visible. All right. Okay. So I'm going to make my way stealthily crouching to... Uh, fuck. Do I have to roll real quick? God damn it. You should have rolled to see if you could see the keys. I did. And I rolled a 10. Oh, oh yeah. I got you. Got you. Can I... Uh, I'm going to go to the red-headed garden and see if I can find the keys off him. So the two men are kind of like standing next to each other. They're not up against the wall. There's a few feet in between them separating the them and the wall. Mm-hmm. But uh they're they're standing right next to each other on like the right side of the doorway. Oh okay. Oh, that's how they're yeah. passing the fuck. Okay. Can I identify a key on a bell? Like I like, in my head I don't know if it's like a video game like I have to check their inventory or can I visibly see it yet? Uh roll an investigation check and we'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, 17. Okay. Okay. Uh so as you look at the two of them uh the fatter, shorter man with the red hair is kind of digging around in his pockets at a flask and whatnot. And as he's doing that, you do see a little ring of keys on the inside of his jacket that seem to be hanging on a little hook. Uh, the other man standing next to him stands about six foot four. Mm. He's a larger man. He's got just a large single sword, both of them single swords, light armor, nothing crazy. They look kind of just like grunts that you'd take on runs with you any other day. Yeah. Uh, but you got a short little. Fat man with red hair, and then a large six foot three, six foot four man uh, with him as they're kind of passing a bottle, and the short man's rustling in his jacket as you see some keys on the inside of his pocket. Now, do any of the keys look different than the others, or do they all like look pretty similar? You can't quite tell. You just saw a key ring there with you, a couple keys dangling. Do you know what I forgot about keys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a party going on. It's loud enough, hopefully. It's. There's people passing by where you guys are at in town, so you're just east of the town center. So there's people going into the town center, but it's not necessarily a party all around where you guys are. How many times can I do this uh, move I was talking about? Thaumaturgy? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. I feel like I'm pronouncing that completely wrong. I, well, me Thaumat- too. Thaumaturgy. And now uh, I, I lost it. You, that's a cantrip, so yes. as many times. Okay. Can, okay, I, I don't know if I'm asking for too much. Can I stealthily reach for the keys and use that cantrip to create whispers in both their ears? Or oh, it's within thirty feet, so it's any. It's just yeah. Can I create whispers in their ears? Uh, yeah. You while can I do commit that. the thieving act. Yeah, if that's what you're gonna get. Okay. Attempt. And I can do it again as yeah, a cantrip. Yeah. Okay. Breaking the. No, I'm following with. I just don't want them to hear the keys jingling or like be confused. Yeah. So you can. What would you like to do? I'm gonna reach my hand into his pocket. <laughs> But Jamie Foxx and yeah. motherfucker Jones, <laughs> and I reached into her purse. Oh, <laughs> uh, roll a sleight of hand check then. I'm trying to. And are you doing anything while you're doing that, or? Well, did I activate? Yeah, I'm gonna activate the cantrip. Okay, what are you gonna do with it? Create whispers around their ears. Okay, well, what it's it, within thirty. What are those whispers gonna say? Wait, is the flask in his hands? Uh, no. Like they've just—that's where you've seen he's been getting it in and out of. It was, like, inside of a pocket in his jacket, as well as the keys were, like, hanging on a little hook inside of his jacket. 
do you kind of foresee him putting it back in there? They've been taking swigs off of it. But... I'm going to tell the 6'4 guy to ask for, like, in the slightest whisper, you should drink a little okay. Ask for the flask. You should okay. drink a little more. Ask for the flask. Uh, as you're <laughs> doing that and if he, And if he does that and he pulls the flask, that's when I want to reach in after he's done pulling the flask out. Is okay. this in the same pocket? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why. So as you do that, you see the larger man kind of, he's kind of looking around. His eyes are a bit dazed. He's clearly not up up to standards right now he doesn't have five senses yet he looks looks at the little man and he kind of like waves his hand at him once again and the little man begins reaching into his pocket to pull out the flask uh please roll a sleight of hand check 13 13 okay uh as you reach in you grab onto the keys you manage to catch the loop of them as you're pulling them out it snags a little bit on the jacket as you can kind of see it almost tug but as it tugs away it crinkles the keys kind of teen as they, I kind of want to wrap my fist around it, it makes the... Yeah. Yeah, got it. It makes a little bit of a noise as they disappear into your hand as well. Thank you. It does make a little bit of a noise. And you see the short man kind of as he's handing him the flask, he looks a little bit confused and he shakes the flask a little bit, kind of holding it up to his ear. And then he holds it up to the big man behind him or to his side. You know what's going to suck? When he puts the flask back in his pocket. <laughs> okay. So the big man is now... Taking a large swig off of the bottle as he's kind of looking around. His eyes are getting a bit more daisy as he's coughing up for a second. And he tightens the cap back onto the flask and hands it back to the little man. And he begins putting it back into his pocket. Uh, doesn't seem to notice anything. But... Okay, now we'll commit the second act. Uh, we'll use this cantrip again. I liked what you said earlier. I think you spawned the term blood-curdling scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if the bank is that top point on the map, right? Sorry, viewers, you can't see this. Throw a blood-curdling scream southeast. Okay. Um, Wait. <clears throat> fuck. What did he get out of what's happening? Did he see the keys float into my hand or no? I'm waiting for the scream. He's been across the street. Okay. He, he but, can't quite but see. But he can see the guards. He can see the two of them standing So you there, know yeah. what you have to do the second you hear the scream. If they move, yeah. Yes. I know. He okay. won't be able to hear it. He's too far away. If they move, I know. Yeah, he'll okay. see them move. But in an yeah. instant, he can disguise right when that happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's the, it's just a blood curdling scream. Just a female. I mean, she can't say the, the scream can't say words, can it? Um, I believe it could. All right. Well then, I mean, we're just going to go with the classic help blood curdlingly. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as you do, so you see the short man look up at the large one and he says, uh, Ben, Ben, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go, Ben. There's a woman. There's a woman, Ben. And he just says, uh, oh, just go on, Henry. Get get out of here. Get out of here. Go help her then, I guess. Just leave, leave me the flask. Leave me the flask. And you quickly see the short man hand him back the flask out of his pocket over to the big man as the little man now begins kind of running southeast, and he takes off. Do you have any poison spells? Not enough. What do, do you have anything to make him sleep if you put it in the flask? Fuck. Okay, so I see the w- one man leave. Yeah. I'm gonna... The other one is kind of like shaking the flask. And, like, he's a little bit distracted. He's shaking it, checking how much is there. You see him kind of starting to undo the top as he's smelling it. I'm going to walk, casually walk the way that the other guard walked. The short one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can easily enough kind of follow behind into that alleyway. Could I hear him tell the other guard to do something? Uh, You might have been able to hear a little bit of it, yeah. Okay. So once I go the way that 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 guard went, as I turn the other building, what do I see? The, the... Into the alleyway? Yeah. Uh, you see that short man kind of holding his hand on his hilt 
as he's looking around this kind of dark alleyway. There's a couple little slight little pathways that lead deeper down this trail in between the two houses that separate each side of the streets. And he's kind of just looking in between different crevices. And Is there any people around there? Uh, no, not, not back in these. These are sketchy little spots to be in. So. I'm, not t- I'm not talking to Cyprus, but Cyprus, if you need to do a little audible, <laughs> I'm totally game for that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and there's nothing else in that area. No other guards, no... There's trash piles and things like that, and kind of just debris in these little back alleys. It's kind of sh- where people just toss shit that they never touch again, and uh, so it's dirty and grungy and muddy, but there's no, but no guards, people, no, no people. guards. So while that guy's got his back turned looking around, I'm going to step away and like go behind a trash pile or something, turn myself into that guy that I saw. Mm-hmm. Red hair, red mustache, a little chubbier, and then make my way back to the front door. Okay. And be like, ah, I need your help. There's so much mess. There's so much murder and blood everywhere. I need help. What are you talking about, Henry? There's blood everywhere. I, I gotta chase them down. I need your help. Uh, uh roll a deception. Um, <laughs> that would be a 17. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, okay, Henry, but we gotta be quick. We can't leave here for very long. And he begins kind of, like, walking off that way. Okay, I'm gonna run. You're just gonna take off in front yeah, of him? Yeah, And okay. then, uh, as soon as he's out of, before, uh, as soon as I, like, turn the corner of a building, mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn myself into somebody else. Okay. Uh, so. Cedric from the bar I met earlier. So as you run nice. around the corner, are you running to the same alleyway? Where I know there's not people. Where you followed the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So as you run down and into that alleyway, uh, you see the short man off. Kind of he's followed down and in between the houses, making his way more south throughout the city. So you do see him, but he's pretty far away. And yeah, you, you find a nice little kind of secure spot where okay. you could change. That's what I'll do. Okay. And then I'll, as, as I turn into the Zedric, the guy that I met from the previous episode, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stumble out as I'm, uh, I'm drunk and like try to make my way back to the Okay. Uh, as you kind of stumble out of this alleyway, the large man kind of runs past you as he sees his friend off in the distance. You see him kind of running towards him now. And I'm going to pick up my pace a little bit. Okay. You make your way back to the front door. I'm going to... I'm going to use the key for insurance, but can you please let me know if the door was already unlocked? Uh, so you put it Oh, I guess I got to guess which key. There's, what do the keys look like? So quick? as you pull them out, there's only two on here. Oh. Uh, there's a smaller silver key, and then there's a larger key that appears to be just the ring and a small part of a shaft. I'll use the silver key. Okay. Uh, you put that into the door, and as you turn it, it clunks and clicks, and the door feels okay. nice and loose now. So it was locked. <laughs> I'm going to open that stealthfully. Okay. Roll stealth check, please. Enough for someone into s- someone that's a- not invisible to walk in. Stealth? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to be uh, 17. 17. Okay, yeah. Uh, you quietly open up the doors. It doesn't seem to make much of a noise for how large it is. Um, yeah, you get enough room for you guys to squeeze in. Is there any hedges on the outside of that bank? Um, not really, no. This is a pretty muddy, dirty town. There's not really much uh, vegetation around here. Because I'm it? currently not a guard. That's fine. Oh, do we have a split second for me to see what's inside real quick? You want to take a peek in? Yeah, yeah. go ahead and roll into the Oh, I guess I'm not check. in yet. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you just kind of You're right. slid the door open. 
well, my first roll is a 24, and yeah, 24. Okay. Uh, as you kind of peer your head in the doorway, you see two guards who are kind of leaned up at the, there's a large counter. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive lobby, a foyer or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, a big ass counter in a U shape. And behind that counter, there's one single door right in the middle of it. At the counter to the far right of it, there are two guards who seem to be kind of leaning against it and chatting. I'm going to use that cantrip again because he's within 30 feet now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say crouch. Is there anything like columns or other desks or There's counters? two columns, which are to your right and to your left. And those are about 15 feet into the room each way. And then past that, it goes to the desk itself. And there's columns built into the large desk. So it's a fairly empty room. It's more meant for just lines and whatnot. This isn't, this is just the lobby. Perfect. Okay, well, in the whisper then, can I change it to crouch to a column? Yeah, you would hear that in your ears there, Cypress. Okay, crouch to a column. I'm going to walk into the door. All crouch right. in through the door. Yeah. Roll a yeah. stealth check, please. <laughs> we'll bend in luck again. A 11. 11. As you dive into the room, the easiest way is just to go to the left rather than looping around the door. So you just kind of shoot in this little slit in the door as you crouch and trickle your way across. Your feet do make a couple little steps across these stones. As you find yourself hidden against the side of this pillar, Ekra, you can see the two men who were kind of chatting. There's a bit of an echo almost throughout the room, and two of them kind of turn and look at the door as they notice that it's slightly open. And you see kind of one of them look around for a moment uh, as he begins approaching towards the doorway. It's the one thing I didn't need to have happen. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. As I'm crouched behind the pillar, I'm going to shift back into the guard. Henry? Yeah. Or is it? Okay. Yeah, you uh, shift back into Henry. And you can hear the footsteps coming across the uh, the lobby as they're getting a bit closer. Do you want me to do something or you? Because I have something to fix this. Go for it. I'm going to make a thunderous sound uh, towards the north wall. Fuck. Technically, it'd be the Near the doors. South. Past yeah. the... Plus, the double doors that are the clerk's inside. Desk. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as you do so, a thunderous boom erupts throughout the room. Cypress, you can hear it kind of almost echoing as you're just outside of the range of this. And the guard who is walking through the center of the hallway kind of steps for a moment as he turns around quickly and looks back at his partner. His partner grabs onto the hilt of his blade as well as they're both looking behind them now, kind of staring at the ceiling and expecting something to almost crumble. Fuck. All right, roll a stealth check for me. I'll give you advantage since there's literally a boom behind you. I'll take this one. 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to slide in and quietly close the door behind you and lock it once again. Uh, you find yourself invisible. The man in the center of the room has kind of stepped back towards his partner. He's about 15 feet now separating the two of them. The man in the center of the room is kind of standing there, hand on his hilt as well as he's looking at his buddy, and the two of them are about 15 feet feet away from each other now as they're kind of looking around a bit curious as this is definitely something strange going on now. Nobody's really, they're not shouting anything. They're staying pretty quiet as they're both kind of just looking around the room at this point. Uh, Cypress, please roll a stealth check for me. Six. Okay. The man at the desk at the counter is kind of distracted at the door as he's almost like preparing for something to come through. But the man who's been circling around the center of the room notices your shadow almost through some of the candlelights that light up this large room. And as he sees something behind there, he begins heading towards the column that you're currently kind of. You find yourself trying to slide around and stay out of view, but you can hear the footsteps now approaching towards you. As I hear the footsteps coming closer to me, I'm going to play up this situation a little bit. 
So I'm now the guard that was outside. Yeah. I'm gonna breathe heavy. There's so much going outside. I came in here for safety, but there was a lady that screamed and magic fucking thunders coming from the sky. I came here to get safety. You gotta go help my partner out there. Roll exception. And so well, fifteen. <laughs> okay. Fifteen? Okay. Um as he's kind of holding his sword, he like jumps a little bit as you jump out and he says, Uh, God damn it, Henry. The fuck are you talking about? Your partner's in trouble out there. Yeah. I got scared. I've been drinking. And you just... aban- you're drinking on the goddamn job, I and know. you abandoned your fucking post? Yeah. You know what the fuck's gonna happen to you? No. We were paid for a fucking job. Yes. Fucking, I'll tell you what, I'll go help, but I can't help you after tonight. That's fine, that's fine. You're just on make your sure own that he's okay. He's my partner. Motherfucker, stand at the goddamn desk then. I'll be back. Okay. As he begins just kind of stomping off towards the doorway now at this point, and leading his way out. Is the other guy by the the door? Uh, the other one is at the desk, and he's definitely taking attention to the two of you, kind of chatting in between yourselves. And uh, he is now blade drawn as the boom had startled him, but he's pointing it not at you, but in that general direction. Yeah. He says, "Uh, Henry, Henry, is that you?" Yeah. Says, what, "What are you doing, Henry? You're supposed to be outside." There's so much going outside, so much, and I had to run for safety. Because I, I just couldn't handle it. I, there's, I'm not a magic user, man. There's just shit going out there that just blows my mind. I left my partner out there to die, and I think your partner's going to die out there, too. Roll a deception check. Can I use thermatology or whatever the fuck it's called to say your partner needs you to the other guy? You want to whisper that in his ear? Uh, that would be... You can do that. Oh, well, he got that, so we're good. 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you wanted to do that? Yeah, I'll, I mean, just to add to it, yeah. Uh, we're getting in here. So he kind of looks over at you, says, uh, look, Henry, just, uh, just wait at the desk, okay? You can guard here with me. All right, but I don't know, man. They're going to die out there. This, look, our guard is to protect the banks. We're not out here to rescue everyone. I guess. I mean, if you're okay with having your friend die on the line, I, I'm just too much of a wiener. So that's, that's just Marcus. Like, oh, Marcus yeah. feels like a fucking hero, okay? Yeah. That's true. Do you have anything to drink? No. We're on the goddamn job. Oh, oh Mark. Why, you've been drinking? Yeah, Marcus. Have you, Henry? Yeah, Marcus took my flask. Marcus took it, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah? Uh-huh. I, Marcus doesn't drink much. He took it away from me because I was drinking. Roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you add that line? You were thinking of Ben. It, I, you never gave a name. <laughs> I said his name. Uh, <laughs> ten. Ten? Okay. Um... He kind of looks at you as he's like, look, just, uh, just fucking take a seat behind the bar here. Not behind the bar, but the goddamn desk. <laughs> okay, I'll go to take I mean, a seat. Has he been drinking? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a seat, but then I'll, like, fall on the ground as I'm trying to sit. <laughs> You're gonna tumble backwards? Yeah. Doing some bit comedy? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a pratfall. You're doing a pratfall. Yeah. In uh, D&D. That, I applaud that. Uh, roll a performance check. This is gonna be the best fall that you've ever seen. <laughs> It's, dude, get ready to roll a 1d4. 13. Ooh. 13? Okay. As you step over to one of the chairs, you kind of lean back in it quickly, and you throw yourself backwards. As you tumble onto the ground, uh, Marcus quickly turns around. He says, what the fuck are you doing, Henry? God damn it. And he begins running around to meet you on the other end of the desk now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're doing? Yeah. You doing anything? 
You're still at the doorway. I know, because I want this guy out so I can relock it again. Okay. Um, can I do the whispers of what's fuck? Well, Marcus. Uh, okay. Or uh, also, what's your disguise's guy's name? Henry. Marcus. <laughs> Roll a persuasion at disadvantage. All right. The first one's a twenty-two. Okay. Natural. It was natural. Yeah. Mm, Fifteen. Okay. Uh. You see him kind of like, as he's approaching towards you, Cypress, his eyes are kind of like, they're jutting around as if he's like looking for someone around him. And he's like, do you, what, do you, do you hear that, Henry? I don't hear shit, man. I just fucking hit my head. God damn it. You're a fucking drunk, Henry. As he reaches down to like grab your hand and begin to pull you up. Okay. I'm like feeling my hands in the air, trying to like. Not grab onto his hand. <laughs> but, but try to grab his hand. <laughs> okay. Smart. Smart. That, he's just he's reaching around. Uh and he grabs a hold of one of your arms as he finally begins to yank you up from the ground and he kind of slaps you on the shoulder and he says, Henry, you gotta fucking hold it together, man. As he yanks me up, I'm gonna take a stumble forward. And to him? Yeah, wherever he, just in wherever I landed. It's like I'm drunk stepping forward. <laughs> Where are you trying to walk specifically? Are you just meandering? I I have no idea where I'm going. Okay, roll a performance check. No, not a one. Okay. Uh, as you're kind of doing this, uh, stumbling around, he just kind of holds on to you for a minute. He grabs your arm and holds your back. He says, Henry, I understand that you're startled. I understand that you're scared. But you got to stand your fucking post. Now you sit in this fucking chair and you watch over the goddamn doors with me as he sits you down into the chair next to you. Uh, as a like a disappointed kid, I'll just put my hands on the table and put my head down. All right. He kind of stares at you as he just shakes his head and just kind of stands just five feet from you to your right and just kind of is watching the door. He says, you better not be lying to me, Henry. I'm not lying. I'm drunk, man. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, that's the issue. The queen will have my head tomorrow. Or the king. Throg. Inside joke. It's <laughs> <laughs> the joke you wouldn't understand yet. <laughs> So, what would you two like to do? I'm going to lock the door after Marcus ran out of it. Yeah. Right? Right. Or no, Marcus is with Henry. Oh, who's the other guy that ran out? Marcus was the guy that was like the, no one likes Marcus. Yeah, Marcus is the guy that ran out. Am I getting mixed? Yeah. Yeah. Marcus was the guy that ran out. It's a lot of people that keep track of names. I've gotten Ben, Henry, and Marcus. I don't have the guy inside with me. There's still still six to 12 more guards with names. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. <laughs> Fair enough. No, Tony. Not yet. This guy could be Tony. You have enough. I thought, Hen- I, thought Hen- I thought Henry was a classic. Okay. So the door's locked. Uh, yeah. You click the door. Shut. I'm gonna stealthily approach. Are you trying to get behind the desks with them? Yes. All right. Roll stealth check with advantage since you're invisible. Great. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. You click it shut. And you begin making your way down and around the counter. Um, you know, there's footsteps every now and then, as that's just kind of hard to hide over stone. But it's not drawing the attention of anyone. It's not echoing throughout the room or anything. It's just kind of every now and then you do find yourself hearing a step that you take. But easily enough, you can make yourself, or you can make your way behind uh, Cypress and the unknown. I'll ask the unknown man. Hey, do you ever hear the story about how I grew up? Uh, he kind of looks at you and he says, what, what are you talking about, Cypress? Did I ever tell or you is, my life? What are you talking about, Henry? Henry! <laughs> <laughs> Cypress! 
Did I ever tell you that story? Do I really need to know it? That we were friends. <laughs> roll, <laughs> roll a likability. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me let me know when I'm behind the guard. That's sober. Okay. Roll a persuasion check. Twenty three. Okay. I like that my bullshit rolls don't matter a goddamn bit. Yeah. And I get high. It pro- and you're like, it prolongs- 27. <laughs> it prolongs to the failures yeah. we're about to have. Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, I don't suppose you have, Henry. What do you got, I suppose? We've got time to kill, don't we? And as you're talking, uh, Ekra, you find yourself coming up between the two of them. So the, how I grew up <laughs> was not traditional. You know, I mean, I, maybe that's why I drink. Maybe it's you know, to hide the sorrows. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate you listening to me. Uh, not a lot of people like to listen to this story, but I just like to tell it. Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up in an orphanage, and you know, that just, everybody knows it's cliche, but to me, it's not. It's my life. I mm. did it. I grew up there. Mm-hmm. And I always, I looked up to the, the, the people here, the, the figures of authority and Throg's camp. Like, I'm going to be one one day. And you know what? And here I am. And I'm just messing it up. I'm a fool. And I can't, I want to be as big as those guys out there fighting. And I'm just here, drunk, scared for my life. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> so, as you hear this unraveling, Ekra, what are you doing? Right. So, as I approach behind, what's the, what's the sober guard's good. name? Uh, you guys don't know him yet. Okay, well, that one, I'm going to approach behind him and draw my weapon, my scimitar. Okay. Sorry, we're going to get a little bloody here, boys and girls. And I'm going to perform... I was always a disappointment. Oh, here it is. Fu- okay. I'm going to use my sword and perform Crimson Rite. Okay. So I'm going to pull my sword out and activate Flame Tongue Scimitar. I, we'll just go all the way just to secure this. I just have to hit. Um. Uh, so yeah, that. So that's going to be... 3d6 plus 6. Okay, but what are you doing with it? I understand I'm going the damage. To, I'm going to chop his head off. So you're swinging for the man that is currently trying to console Henry? Sounds I'm good. swinging at the man that's ruining our job. Perfect. Let's not say it Swing your away, way. please. <laughs> um, you don't like when I give them background and character for yeah, you to kill? No. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking make it a news thing where it's like, he was such a good person. It's like, no, he's a piece of shit. Or, or no, he's not a piece of shit. He's just in my way. He's a good person. Yeah, who okay. knows what his family life is? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to make this as non-murderous as I could. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to do this either. This is four guys in and only one guy getting attacked. Yeah. So it's pretty good. This is so going to be a two-part episode. If we hold this Swing ratio, away. if we hold this it, ratio, it, it will be cool. It's, we're already so late. <laughs> yeah. So when I roll, is that strength? Uh, No. it's You're rolling with a plus. You can hit your actions section. No, no, roll to time. hit. Add plus seven. Plus seven to the roll just to hit? Just to hit. Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Uh, yeah, that misses. So, as you swing out into the air, the man kind of leans down to hold on to your hands, Henry. And as you, you don't see anything, but you feel heat just kind of blast into your face for a second, as well as the man who's kind of leaning down to console you for a second. Uh, but, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that my story was that touching, and I'll lean in to give him a kiss. Uh, he stops and he says, look, I've got, I've got me wife and kids at home. I don't need none of this. I'm just trying to tell you, mm. you need to calm down, man. Well, you You're going to get yourself killed in a job like this. That's not right. We're just here to earn some money. You're we right. got to get home at the end of the day, don't we? You're right. You're right. 
and you're one of the people I look up to the most. You're just a man that wants to do the job and get it done right and go back and have a family. I wish I had a family. Just then quit the booze, shut up, and sit down in your goddamn chair. I am sitting down. Then you're already completing something. Am I making you proud? Always. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? <laughs> As your first swing has completely missed the man, what are you going to do next there, Ekra? I mean, can I just do it again? Yeah. You're going for his head? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe a plus seven. And you rolled that shit. Yeah. 23. Okay. That connects. <laughs> I'd hope so. Oh, Please fuck. Now I gotta roll. <laughs> 14. 14? That was with the plus six? Roll. 19. Sorry. <laughs> 13 plus six. Sorry. 13 plus six. 13 plus six. 19. Five, five, okay. 10, plus two, plus one, 13 plus six is 19. All right. So, as you bring your sword up, once again, you swing it down as you collide into the back of the man's neck. You, Henry Cypress, sitting there at the back of the desk, uh, you see the back of the man's neck split open as it just bursts blood out and down and onto your chest. Uh, You see his mouth kind of drop open for a second as his eyes go wide and he falls forward and into your lap. And... As the man's blood squirts onto your chest, he drops into your lap. As Ekra is connected with his cut. That's where we're going to go ahead and end today's episode of One Shot Dungeons. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. Everybody check out his band. They're kick-ass. Fuck yeah. They wrote our intro song. Who knows? Maybe in a month they'll have an album. Probably not. But please check them out. Uh, Bus Coffee's Meme Wars. Everything you need online. Have a kick-ass day. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.